everybody. This is the uh, Heavenly Kings podcast. And, um, yeah. So, I'm Vicky, also known as Punch underscore on Twitter. I am Colton, otherwise known as SniperKing323 on Twitter. And my name is Dame Dr. Foxy Brown. You find me at Dame Dr. Foxy B on Twitter. See, as you can tell, guys, we are all really fucking excited to record right now. Oh my god. Ecstatic. Yeah, um, oh my god. Uh, yeah, something happened, Beaky. You want to tell everybody what the fuck happened to our audio the last time we tried to record? Um, I was going to say it was like an X-Files episode, but actually it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was, uh, it was similar to the time I tried to do this podcast, like, way back in, like, 2011. And, like, I went to go edit, and then I was like, what's wrong with the audio? Except this time, it was just me talking. And then, yeah, it was terrible. I don't know what happened to the other side. Yeah, I think we, like, we we pretty much covered the rest of the flashback, which uh, I think we can all say none of us liked, by the way. Spoiler alert. Um, And, uh, essentially, uh, most of it was kind of lost to the ether. And, uh... (laughs) That that kind of that kind of depressed some of us, and we were just like, ah, we'll we'll get back to this. And then months passed, and then oh boy, we have over twenty chapters we missed. Yeah, so that's cool. Yep, we have a lost episode. That one that it's not like we can find it. <laughs> it's really lost. Yep. Yeah, it, yeah, it's really lost. Like in the sense of it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Never. It's a shame. But anyway, where are we going to start off from? I don't even know. I left my notes um, in my room. We, uh, I think the last time we tried to talk, we started off from chapter 346, where it was around the time when uh, Komatsu poked a hole in air and was like, oh, you guys have been spending like tens of thousands of years cooking this thing. Just poke a hole in it. Oh, my God. Like, I, I, what's, I mean, what's wrong with you guys? See, back then I was like, I still had, like, two straws left. (laughs) And now, like, now we're, like, half a straw away from me just quitting. Oh, I I thought you were going to say you had, like, negative straws at this point. No, no, not yet. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll probably get to it a little later, but um, just to kind of jump ahead a bit, I think think ever since we've gotten out of the flashback, Toriko has actually gotten more entertaining recently. Oh yeah, like of I actually like I actually like reading it. Yeah, I agree with that. That's why it's only half a straw left. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what 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 do you think, Foxy? I'm ambivalent. I don't hate it. Well, that's good. I'm not super excited when it comes out. I'm always like, oh god, weeks have passed. I should go read this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be fair, is how I am with everything. Yeah, that's fair. Not everybody has to keep up with things weekly. Like there are a lot of there are a lot of things I read where I don't really feel like keeping up with them, and I just I prefer letting them kind of build up a bit and then come back to it every once in a while. Yeah. So I understand the feeling. I think it also it also helps that I don't like I don't follow a lot of people that are like discussing it every week. So I kind of <laughs> yeah don't notice when a chapter's out. 
I would see. I would think the only person you follow who actually like talks anything about Toriko would be Beaky because I mean I read it, but there are times where I'm like, man, I'm like a month behind on Jump. I don't know anything that's going on right now, so I don't really talk about it too much, or at least as much as I should. You don't have to because there's not much to say. <laughs> well, I mean, it's good. Um, I think um, I was I was kind of telling uh Beaky and Foxy off mic, but I thought maybe it'd be in our uh best interest to maybe kinda keep th- keep discussion a little more general and not necessarily recap through everything because if we did we'd probably be here for hours. And uh yeah, I figured maybe that'd be for the best for this episode. Maybe uh you know just try to catch up as best we can. Maybe try to uh maybe go back to our regular format next episode or something when we don't have over twenty chapters to talk about. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, after the flashback, it's mostly like all action stuff. So, um, I think we should at least talk about the flashback a little bit since, uh, since again, the audio for that previous episode's kind of lost now. You, you know, just, just in case anybody listening to us doesn't already have an idea of how we feel. Um, I don't know, Beaky, if you have anything that you want to talk about at first. No. That's my usual stuff. It's like, one, that was garbage. Two, who cares? <laughs> Three, I don't even know. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just mad. I always say this now. I'm just mad. Yeah, you can't, you say that every episode, but I mean, I can't blame you. What, like, mad it exists? Or just mad it Just mad. Mad, like, what's happening. It's like, why is this happening to us? Yeah, that's a fair point. I think a lot of the points we kind of hit on the last time we tried to record, um, there were a lot of really big points, a lot of particular things about the flashback in general that I know none of us liked. Um, you know, just, just to name a few things off the top of my head, you know, stuff like the constant info dumps, um, you know, the explanation to stuff like stuff like how uh, the back channel works and how another can travel through and the food spirit world, whatever you call it, just explanations for stuff that I feel like none of us really care about. I think that's safe to assume, or at least I, I'd never really cared about it. Honestly, I was just kind of fine with stuff like the back channel, just being a thing. Like we didn't need like pages upon pages of just Gigi being like, Oh yeah, so this is how this works. And hey, dude, we there uh the, the clam is like shaking and we got to actually do stuff. Can we go? No, no, but I I have to explain how this works. I mean, how otherwise how will the 10-year-old's reading this know? You know, just all that stuff. Yep. Another thing I was actually I know I think it was something we talked about last time was um was the fact that Blue Grill actually seemed like it was going to be a pretty interesting arc you know, kind of delving into, you know, the chef characters, because I think it's safe to say throughout Toriko, not a lot of the actual, like, important chef characters get a lot of spotlight compared to everybody else. And I was actually kind of looking forward to seeing this, uh, seeing this kind of competition between them and the, uh, and the 510 Shell Masters, because we were kind of, we were kind of going to get that in, um, in the cooking fest, but, uh, obviously, you know, the plot kind of interrupted that, which that wasn't a problem back then because the, the cooking fest, I think is still a good arc. And that actually led to a lot of really big stuff like, um, 
the uh, or, uh, the Neo organization popping up and everything. But uh, this was such a blatant like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna set up this competition. Oh, Yuda has he he's getting some cool characterization type of stuff, which I personally really liked. And oh man, maybe we'll get some actual characterization for all the other chefs. Oh no, wait, everything happened off screen. Oh wait, shouldn't we we need to like decide on which chefs are going? Oh no, we'll just take all of them. For forget the competition. We got we gotta hurry the stuff up. Yes. Like I, I found that aspect kinda disappointing, honestly. It really felt like an a sort of let's do this to fill time, but um as soon as I get the plot the plot points going, like forget about it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You don't need to see all of their abilities. That's true. I just would have liked them to get a little more spotlight than they usually do, especially since, you know, Shimabu's been kind of having this problem ever since he, ever since we've entered the gourmet world where he has so many characters, you know, along for the ride and he can't possibly give them all any screen time, or at least not all of them enough screen time, I guess. You know, the, the only chef who deserves like actual, I don't know, doing something is Komatsu. It's always been like that. That's true. Like, why does anyone else exist? Because <laughs> every time people are doing stuff, Komatsu's just like, oh, you know, this is how you actually do it if you want to save time or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And everybody else is just like, what am I here for? At least the, the artists, I don't even know what to call them. I'm calling them artisans. They're like, um, Melk and the others. At least they had stuff to do. Oh. It was off screen. But they all had a moment where they're like, I can totally do something, and then they did it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because I was wondering why they were there, honestly. But I think just one or two other things I wanted yeah. to talk about with the flashback, and then we're and then we're done. <laughs> and then we'll never have to talk about the stupid thing ever again. Um, I think my favorite part of the flashback was honestly, and, and, I'm not, and I'm not just like trying to make a joke. I actually thought my favorite part of the flashback was that, one, it ended, and then two was when Toriko was literally like, um, Komatsu, that took forever. Get the fuck over here. Yeah, but I I thought that was such like a... For for me personally, I think that was kind of a catharsis of the most emotional kind. Like, yes, Toriko's saying what we're all thinking. And it it felt great. I'm sure there was a lot of blowback on the whole thing. I really feel like I'm not that out of touch with the Japanese audience. I know they didn't care. (laughs) About that flashback. Just like, we're kids and you're wasting our time. I agree. And then um, I think the last thing I wanted to bring up uh, that I, I did bring up in the previously recorded episode that I thought was kind of was kind of whack. Um, so this flashback took about 10 chapters. Uh, it started at chapter 343. It ended at 352. So that's about two months we spent with that material. I feel like that was a giant waste of time. So that's cool. <laughs> I, I I think we touched upon a lot of uh, different points the last time we recorded that, you know, obviously we all agree that it kind of ruined the flow of the story. And I think it kind of ruined what could have, what actually I think could have been a really cool arc. Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I think it will depend ultimately on how the arc concludes. Um, but it definitely colors my impression of the arc as a whole. Like, I don't think I'm going to remember it well, just based on how tedious this part of it was. Yeah, 
I, I can agree. And I, I think the most important, I, I think one of the things, uh, one of the most important things we got out of that flashback was that, uh, I think Warden Love, um, the chick from the prison in the honeybee outfit, uh, she just kind of came out of nowhere and was like, hey, I'm alive. So that's cool. And Rose is like, oh, God, you were here. <laughs> right. We came here with you. Oh, my God. Um, and uh, she she had mentioned how uh, Biotope Zero member Lala, who I guess is a gourmet astronomer, uh, she had mentioned kind of offhand how I guess he's looking into how to use the giant shell as a spaceship, which is also something I think Neo is trying to do as well. So... I feel like from those two little bits of information that I think it's safe to say that at some point we really are going to head into space. Finally. I know, we got that, we got a hint of it with Komatsu's friend and then never got back to it. Yeah, because yeah. they, 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 we did see earlier, like pre-time skip, that they do have the technology to just uh, ride trains into space. Or not trains, it was rocket ships. I kind of want them to be trains, but that's just me. Um... Maybe that's just what well, you're thinking. Well, it's going to be a giant clamshell, so, you know. Yeah. That's still cool. Screw physics, I guess. I have whatever. It, it's it's a shonen manga. Who cares about physics? Well, I mean, at least try to be semi-plausible. Like, I feel like I will have to suspend my disbelief way too much. It's, it's already bad enough <laughs> that this place is like a natural back channel because another tried to hide from predators in there, and it like it ran away from that point into light speed, mm-hmm. I think. So that created the back channel. I already have to believe this. Now you're going to tell me that we can turn this clamshell into a spaceship. I don't know. Just because it's shaped like a, a spaceship doesn't mean like it'll work. Oh, see, actually, thank you. That reminds me of something. Uh, something else I really didn't like about this flashback was all the time stuff. Um, I know I'm being kind of general, but I, I, I think I... It was either me or somebody else. I think we one of us was going off about how, like... Because at, at some point, the, the time conversion kind of gets ridiculous. Because time on Blue Grill moves differently compared to the time uh, up on the surface. But then, like, when I, Maru, and his gourmet knights go off to those seven beast things and have to go get materials for, like, the golden cookware... We then find out, oh yeah, time for them moves relative, relatively different to Blue Grill, and there was some kind of weird conversion where, like, it was those places were also like places where another achieved light speed, whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. So time moves slower there, and like Don Slime told them, oh, you know, it'll take X amount of time for you to do it, and then they're like. Don Slime tells them after the guys have left, like, oh, they'll have to break a piece of them off with their hands. Because I don't even remember if there was a real reason, or he was just being a jerk. Oh, no, no, I, I remember what it was. It was it was Gigi who purposely didn't tell the Gourmet Knights that it would take as long as it did, because Gigi wanted to, like, test their resolve or some bullshit, which is like... That is garbage. Like, they're not gonna have anything to do beyond this point. <laughs> like, this is the only thing for them to do. Just be like, okay, I need you guys to go and find these other uh, monsters and break parts of them off so we can make this stuff. And, by the way, you'll have to use your hands. And, by the way, it will feel like a month. And, by the way, you know, mental exhaustion. Yeah, that, there was, like, no point in that. 
Gigi's literally just being a dick at this point. <laughs> like, we know everything is going to come down to Torko and them. Yeah, because usually in Shonen series, you know, the, the main, the, like, the, like, the one or two main characters, you know, they, they're usually the ones that uh, matter in the end, and nobody else, because they always get the job done. The fact that this manga expects me to remember so many different characters' names is just disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, even... I feel like even with me, who I feel like I'm pretty good about keeping no. up with the secondary cast of no. a lot of different series, even even with me, I feel like, yeah, I can barely remember any of these guys. Also, it's, it's there ridiculous. Are, there are too many, and they all have, like, three chapters, and then they disappear because the heroes move away from whatever it was they were doing. Then they resurface, like, 70, 80 chapters later, and you're expected to remember what was going on with them. It's like, it's not like I personally own a Toriko Bible where I can flip Wait, page I have one. 74. <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know, that's why I said I personally, because I felt like you would have one. Yeah, see, and I'd be like, okay, this is this guy, and, like, his strength breakdown is this, and this is what faction he belongs to, and why he was here. And what his job is, and what restaurant he works at. Yep, it's all in there. I'm dead serious. <laughs> See, the unfortunate part is we both know you're serious, and that's what. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I can't laugh because it's like, oh my god, she's she's not joking. And I was gonna say, unfortunately, Foxy, neither of us are Beaky, and we can't remember shit. <laughs> Well, Biki also has reread this multiple times. Yeah. yeah. And has a Toriko Bible. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's got us beat. Our complaints are nothing. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's that, that's why Biki's the host of this podcast. So that, you know, when we're both like, hey, there's this guy and he does a thing. She could be like, um, excuse me, that's uh, that's a uh, match. He's a part of the Gourmet Mafia. Guys, how do you not know this? Why did I hire you for this podcast? Because he happened in chapter 100, and look at what chapter we're on now. Yeah. yeah. That's why I don't remember who he is. Exactly. The match is cool. He should leave an impression. Yeah, I I, I will... Which one is match? Well, scars all over his body. Okay, yeah, that's the only person I was thinking of. If there was anyone else in the Gourmet Mafia, that is too bad. See, that that's why that's why I went to him first, is because he's hes one of the few characters who, also because of his design, you know, like Beaky said, he leaves an impression on me. Because he's actually gotten to do stuff. Like, he was important yeah. to an arc. I really like him. I mean, not, not that no one else is, but still. No one else is. <laughs> No matter what your role is, the only important person is Komatsu. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, all you're doing as a story character is moving Komatsu from one place where he does a thing to another place where he does a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the train is more of a character than some people. Damn, get wrecked. <laughs> are, we, are we talking about the shark train? No, not. I wasn't even talking about the shark train. The train he was on with the old man. Damn. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm thinking about the train in like chap, like volume two. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Well, I mean, to 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 be fair, yeah, that train in particular probably had more character than Komatsu. Damn. Get wrecked, Komatsu. <laughs> <laughs>
I kind of hope Komatsu dies again and Eve stays dead. Damn, Komatsu, get wrecked. <laughs> we would never be that lucky. <laughs> no, never, 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 never. Like, if he died for real, Komatsu, I mean, Toriko would walk into the afterlife and snatch his soul. Come on. Yo, he would, like, carry him inside his body, too. It would be Shaman King all over again. Except with, like, yes. four different spirits inside of him. No, I think Komatsu would definitely get wrecked in there. Oh, yeah. Those guys would kill him. Yeah, see, either... Damn, get wrecked. See, if, if Komatsu ever died, like, for real, Toriko would either, A, you know, figure out another way into the spirit world, because at this point in the story, we, we can't get back in there again. We we were shown explicitly that, you know, the entrance is now destroyed. But, but you know, they, they'd figure out a way, because it's Shimabu. Or two, yeah, like Biki said, you know, Toriko has like three demons at this point, which don't even get me fucking started mm, on that. I'm calling you know, the cops. We'll just, I, was, we'll... I was so mad. Like, really. I was super mad. Well, at, at first, we only thought there was one guy in there. I didn't saw the guy. And now, like, this third guy. And it should have been clearer to us that there was a third guy. Um, once I saw his face, I was like, oh, yeah. Obviously. Delete this. You had to exist. Delete. And, and and the thing is about that too. Um, I was when I was kind of uh, rereading some of the flashback. I noticed that at one point he was in the food spirit world along with his other two demons. So no. there's another there's another example of Shimabu. I guess subtly, if you even want to call it that, foreshadowing things. I guess I was, like a I was sledgehammer. mad when I saw look that. At, look at this other guy. But it was like it was like Toriko. The the red and blue and whoever this last dude is, I think he's yellow. I'm assuming. So my question though is if he got the blue hair from the one guy and the scar from the other guy, what does he get from the red guy? Nothing. Um <laughs> The red guy's useless. That's a that's a good question. He's garbage compared to him. <laughs> See, because we we find out later that all the four heavenly kings demons i think are supposed to be these like aliens from outer space or something basically alien spirits so so i wonder how they were transferred to their bodies in the first place or if that'll ever be explained probably they not they probably ate them it's <laughs> <laughs> probably by accident oh sorry not them their parents probably ate them oh true maybe well, they, but they like just get reborn i thought like randomly if they're on that planet, then... Now that's... But then how does Toriko have three? That's what I want to know. And he didn't... He did. He only had... We can assume that he only had the last guy at birth. Or, sorry, in utero. Not even at birth. Before yeah. he was born. He had the, the one with the scars. All I know is they need to just, just extract all that shit out. Just take it out. Just go. Leave the red one. Delete the yellow one. Delete the blue one. The yellow one is probably, like, his real personality. Oh my god. Because he's been around the longest. He's just been sleeping for Yo, some reason. Yo, what the hell? I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the blue guy's all, whoa, you know. Um, whatever they ate was powerful enough to wake up this guy. Oh my god. Okay. So where are we, com like, complaining, discussing this? Wherever. <laughs> Okay, I got a lot of qualms. Well, actually, I'm, I'm sorry, here, one, one more thing about the third demon. I think I might have tweeted about this, but um, am I the only one that thinks that they 
that the that the third guy kind of looks like UP from uh, Hunter oh, Hunter. I guess like his head shape or something, right? He's like reminiscent of him. Yeah. I don't necessarily feel like he looks like just kind of design. I don't like feel like he looks overwhelmingly like him. But mm. if I had to, if I had to think of the three of them, UP would the most be called to mind. Yeah. I don't know if that even makes sense. I think it's the head, the head shape, because like the other ones have like that, uh, be showing the real thing going on, right? Like the the jawline. I think so, yeah. And then he's got like that block looking head. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So we should call this segment "Things Vicky Is Angry At." Go. The entire manga. <laughs> All right, that's a good place. That's a good place but to start. Recently, yeah, though. recently, I thought I thought the engagement was bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I want to know why. Um. Well, damn it! It was that tongue mess. My nephew's in the next room. I can't swear. <laughs> oh, you mean like when the their tongue tongues turn into like bugging, the s- like the. S- Skin of the the guys, not even the demons. Well, sorry, the, the skin thing doesn't really bother me. It's like these tentacles just coming out your mouth. Like stop! I thought only when Dora did that, but apparently everybody can do it. Like way to take out like the the specialness. <laughs> are we are we wait are we talking about when they all eat another? Yeah, when Tariko eats another and his tongue starts tripping, and then it goes back in his mouth, and I was just like, you can never do that again. <laughs> Well, I, I think that was um, that's nasty. Wasn't that because of the no? Well, yeah, that that is gross, but um, illegal. Wasn't that? <laughs> but wasn't that? What wasn't that? Uh... <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> god damn it! Um, wasn't that because of the fact that um, a- another is supposed to awaken the taste buds on your tongue or something? I I believe that was uh, mentioned during the flashback. <laughs> I think does, but, like, dumb. this was handled more like it awakens the... What are they called? The gourmet cell demon? Like, because okay, yeah. you know that, um, like, their arms got awakened earlier? Mm-hmm. And now, with another, their tongues. So, each one of them, their tongue, um, it was much more noticeable, I think, with, um, God, what's his name? With Sunny and Zebra? Yeah. I yeah. think. Um, is much clearer. And also Coco, because he got the little dots on his tongue um, <laughs> that his poison monster thing is made of. So their tongues all turned into the texture of the demon for a second, and then they started licking each other, which was, you know, weird. <laughs> so hetero. So hetero. Um, but uh, what, 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 what else are you angry at, Beaky? Let, let it all out. Okay. The size of tongue shit. Let's see. I don't know. It's just nasty. I thought you had a list. I thought I did too. <laughs> I hate Neo. He's just dirty. Yeah, Neo's a Neo's a fucking scary piece of thing. It's even worse when it's like it's also Acacia's face. Oh my god! Inside of it. <laughs> oh god! Like that whole Neo backstory is just the worst. Because the. The um, 
was it Gigi who was telling the story? Yeah, Gigi yeah. was the one. Actually, Gigi and, like, everybody else at the same time was telling the story because him and uh, Toriko knew about it from the wolf's urine. <laughs> that sounds really weird out of context. Um, I forgot about Like, that. Gigi, him, Froze, not, no, Froze, Ajoa, whatever. Every Everybody was telling the same story at the same time, which I thought was very convenient. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things that's clearly for anime, which I don't know if it's going to get again. But just to, like, anime loves that whole same story being told by different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that everyone in the world is all on the same page. Damn. Um, yeah, but that entire Neo backstory was, uh, was definitely very, uh... That was a thing. Everybody reacted really nonchalantly to it, though, like, in the story. I think that's because most of them haven't seen it in action. Like, the more horrifying Neo stuff is um, at the very end of 366 with Jiro, and then um, with Don Slime. Like, that's when he's act- it's actually scary. The other time, it's just like, it's just weird blobs of the thing and that everyone else is killing. Yeah, because we, I think we find out at some point that, like, because the blue nitro go on about this thing where, like, even if they're killed, their gourmet energy or whatever will still live on, and that's why they could still be reborn, but when Neo eats you, you don't come back. Which is dumb. They said that they were the, the, um, what's the word for them? I just heard you say it and I forgot. The nitro are appetite, so they're not a tangible thing. Like, okay. they're, they're an idea, or whatever. So, <laughs> you killing them doesn't matter, because they don't have corporeal forms. So they're, like, I guess, souls. So you temporarily stop their existence, but they come right back. But he, one of them mentions that there are some of them who have attained real bodies. Um, but the, the whole backstory with Neo is, like, so the Nitro travel the galaxies, cooking planets... And one of the ways that they accomplish the best taste in a planet is they put it through a bunch of stress. How do they stress? How did they stress planets in the past? Oh, they brought a bunch of monsters to just destroy everything. And one of those slave monster things was Neo. Neo was ridiculous. Like he was a runt. Other monsters picked on him. He's kind of an idiot. And they just kind of brought him on the planet. And when they took all the monsters back, they didn't do a head count. It's like, oh, whatever, we left Neo behind. Who cares? He'll probably die. <laughs> Except he didn't die. Um, he, like, overcame fear and just sort of hunted everything on the planet to extinction. And he has this thing where um, <clears throat> I think he, to basically make his prey reach, like, their peak flavor. Um, he scares them to the point where they start releasing this chemical in their body or whatever, and I think it's supposed to make them tastier to him or something. Yeah, because, um, adrenaline, like, I guess, whatever gets released with adrenaline is... I think it, I think, the, I think in the Viz release, they refer to it as dopamine. Right. That's what it makes. It is. Yeah, it's basically, it's a chemical in your brain that makes you high. Okay. Um, that's what makes you delicious, apparently. And that's why people like hunted meat as well. Um, because it's, it's terrified and the juices and whatnot. But he like his soakers them. 
Um, <laughs> it was one where he's just like chasing this thing. Um, I guess it was something like a rabbit, like just chasing it for days until it, um, it saw him everywhere. And it also like ran out of energy eventually and then he ate it. And like he was coming up with different ways to psychologically torture everything he was hunting mm-hmm. until completely ran out of um, stuff to eat. And it left the planet and went to another one and repeated the cycle. Dirty. You know, with with the implication that eventually it got to Earth, and it met Acacia somehow. Yeah, I I didn't put for some reason I didn't put two and two together that well. Well, I don't know, Beaky. Correct me if I'm wrong. So is is Neo supposed to be Acacia's gourmet cell demon? I think it's like he sold his soul to it. Not the, that's the implication that they make. Like he made like a deal with it. Yeah. It feels like he met it somewhere and it took it went into his body and he was like, sure, let's do this. Like it the way that he talks about it, it's like an agreement and not so much I was born this way. Like the way it is with Tariko. Especially since the basis of this is like so much experimentation and stuff and people getting extra limbs and stuff, like I don't know. <laughs> he crazy. That's all I gotta say. Okay, when you explain it like that, it also kind of seems like, uh, it, it also seems similar to how, I guess, Don Slime and um, Ichiryu eventually met. Yeah, like, I feel like some of these people, it's weird, like how in, um, just for comparison, like in JoJo, like in the beginning, it was like, you were born with your stand. If you didn't have it when you were a kid, then you suck. You never had it. This and that. Like, something like that. It was like now, and then like later on, like part four, it's like, well, here's an arrow. If it stabs you and you live, you get a stand. So now with Tariko, it's like, hey, you could get your own demon if you do X, Y, and Z. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, and the implication, of course, is that Toriko acquired demons, but he doesn't seem to know. Yeah, it seems like they're like, that would make sense with the yellow one. Or maybe they awakened in him over time? I don't know. Yeah, that could be it, too. Like, how Komatsu's awakened so conveniently. Because he died. Like, it got attached to his soul when it got in. <laughs> yeah, that that's... Actually, that that's another uh, thing that I'm wondering is ever going to actually play a role. Well, it's Komatsu, so... I would believe so. Yeah, eventually it'll come to light. There'll be a wall of text explaining it. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well just be just a, an entire page of, like, no oh art, just God, text. I would cry. Just close the freaking <laughs> laptop. And it, and it won't be funny like in One Punch Man, where Genos is explaining his backstory, <laughs> and there's a giant wall of text because, you know, that's a joke. Or that's supposed to be the joke. Yeah, I mean. and then Saitama's not paying attention. <laughs> rude as hell. <laughs> I really wish Saitama came out of nowhere and was just like, um, we don't care, we don't give a shit about any of this. And then he could just be like, oh wait, wrong manga, <laughs> Oh my bye. god, that would make my day. Well, before he leaves, he should punch Neo to death. I think that's only fair. Yes, please! <laughs> that would that would save so many lives. <laughs> I, I, I think we just came up with the best crossover. Yeah. Well, any crossover for one for Saitama is always a pair in another universe. I don't know what's happening, but there is a giant monster. I guess I'll beat it. 
That's my boy. Maybe it's strong enough. And he punches it to death, and he's like, no, damn it. <laughs> Gotta keep searching. Actually, speaking of Neo, if I could uh, go on to something else I kind of wanted to mention real quick. Um, I think one of my... <laughs> I, I think one of my favorite chapters in this collection that we're talking about on this episode is probably the one, I think, after the flashback, where... Because <clears throat> um, I think before the flashback, pieces of Neo had, like, spread across the gourmet world or whatever, and they all decide, oh, what, well, we're going to fight the Eight Kings, and then the Eight Kings eventually are just like, fuck you, you're dead. <laughs> and I, I thought that was pretty ridiculous and fun um i think my favorite one out of all of them was when dear king sky you know because he has that entire forest on his back or whatever and he doesn't he doesn't pay neo any mind until eventually he destroys enough of his forest and then is like fuck you and then stares him to death (laughs) that was crazy i thought (laughs) that was the best like the bird blocks out the sun and kills it in its shadow was like ridiculous. It's like the bird is all the way out in space and just like. Sorry, no, what snake. um, what happened was. No. No, no, no. What yeah. what happened with the bird was that that was supposed to be the image he created from him blowing a fireball because he wasn't actually that close to the sun. It was supposed to be some kind of weird like imagery thing. Oh, I the way all the kings killed it was bananas, except for the the wolf. I think that was pretty regular. Yeah, I think the wolf was just showing. Oh, off. Also, B- Bambina. Anytime we get to see Bambina is also great because, no, like, <laughs> yes, it is. Shut up. At least he's not like in naked monkey form anymore. Yo, that was dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still love how Bambina just sees everything as like a game, and and when he kills Neo, he's like, "Oh man, my my playmate." No, well, don't worry. There's more of it. Bambine is the best. I don't care what any I'll say. Um, <laughs> yeah, those were all pretty cool. Um, and then I think after that, yeah, we get to like Toriko and Starjun's fight against um, Guinness, the giant wolf king or whatever. And, and yeah, that, that's when that piece of Neo finally comes in and starts fucking shit up. And then, you know, insanity ensues and Toriko puts a giant fork in the ground. So fly away. The, 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 yeah. That was one of those things where I, I remember, I think we talked about it in the, um, the last time we recorded. And I remember, I think, I think what I felt back then was I shouldn't accept this, but I do. Like, I think at that point I was just like, I should be more like, not upset, but like, I should be more, I guess, surprised and more, wow, really? That's a thing. But I think at that point I was like, you know what? Hit me with your best shot. I don't care. I'm, my suspension of disbelief is, is a, is pretty much out the window at this point. Trust no one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not even the worst thing. So, um, right? they shove their feet. <laughs> they shove their feet in the ground, um, in their own different magical ways, and they still get pushed. Like I don't know, six miles away from where they were. Yeah, <laughs> just like oh, I thought this is gonna keep me upright in the ground, and no, they're just like these huge lines. In the earth, where they got raked across the continent, yeah. um, and just like Star June, this whole time I've been like, why is Star June here? He doesn't add anything to the story. Um, like 
Stardune's and Stardune's rivalry is kind of not where it used to be. Like Stardune is doubting himself. Stardune is literally like, "Why am I here? There's no real reason for it." And <laughs> then the manga is like, "Here, have this." Like Stardune has this weird, like all the way to pre-birth flashback. <laughs> And he's oh all in, he's in he sees himself in utero and there's this other baby next to him. And the baby's clearly Toriko. And Starjun snaps back to reality. Whoops, there goes gravity, and is like <laughs> Oh hey. I know who you are and why like I feel this affinity to you. But I'm not going to tell you. Really? Yeah, he just watches You know, this guy is your twin brother. And you're gonna wait until you get murdered to be like, oh, hey, Toriko, we never got to, like, you know, be with each other as siblings, but we're twins, and now I'm dead. Because you know that's what's gonna happen. Wait, wait. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's always beating him up, because he's the bigger twin. What, yeah, what I. I think I think you said it best. What I really want to happen is just it's just Star June right right as soon as he's about to die, just be like, I I've always loved you, brother. And then Tori could just be like, wait, what? No, fuck, he's dead. <laughs> Shit. Oh my god. It's so dumb because they're both orphans. They're both bothered by it. Um, except Toriko has his little family of adopted lost children, and instead of you be like. Hey, so, you know that moment when we all felt all the time just now? (laughs) I remembered that we're twins. Let's talk about this. Let's have, let's just stop. You know, before Neo gets here and starts trying to kill us. And let's talk about this. Let's talk about how we're twin brothers. Let's talk about how, you know, presumably, the same sperm fertilized well, not the same one, but sperm from the same person fertilized eggs inside the same person or of the same person. Because I don't know if they were grown in the lab. They may have been. You never know what these guys. We share a biological connection and we should deal with this. Now. Not later. Why later? There's no. There's never a good nope. reason for later in nope. fiction. Later is always on my deathbed. Or at that moment when you're about to kill me, be like, no, you can't kill me. <laughs> It's We're gonna brothers. be like Metal Gear Solid at the end. Brother! <laughs> Christ. Then you're just gonna think they're lying, and, and then you're gonna kill them. Gonna and then you're gonna die in and box then... I'm sorry. <laughs> this is so terrible. Yeah, he looks, he looks so smug when he figured it out, No, too. I can't stand this man. Looking at this dude. You're my brother. I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's not like you're enemies. You're not enemies. You're almost friends. Like you have this moment when you all thought you were gonna die, staring down Guinness and Neo. This is so terrible. Yeah, I remember. I remember when I was a little behind on Jump, and I remember I think Biki tweeted about it, and I saw it, and I'm like, no, that's not real. She's fucking with me. <laughs> I thought maybe that it was like an elaborate plot just to fuck out, fuck me over. Or something, and then I realized, oh wait, that was real. I don't like this. <laughs> I was I was staring at those babies for like an extra ten minutes because I didn't want it to be real. I'm just like, 
Why is he? Why is he looking at this random baby? I'm like, wait a second. That's him. This other this other baby has the three scars by its eye. Then my brain went, why do they even have scars in utero? That makes no sense. Because of the demons. Oh, yeah. Like that's funny because yeah, that that was my question. It wasn't. <laughs> Oh, why are they twins? It was, no, wait, why do they have scars as babies? Okay, sure. I didn't even question that. I was just like, Star Trek's big as hell. <laughs> he took all the nutrients. <laughs> oh, they're they're totally lab babies. Well, I mean, if they were grown in a lab, then I guess that makes more sense. Oh, it's lit. <laughs> I bet they were grown by Acacia. Yo, I'll lay an egg. I'm gonna... Mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if, if Acacia did it, because, you know, well, he was dead. True, yeah. I don't think he um, would care enough to do it anyway. But someone else may have done it. Someone who was fanfic... <laughs> who, <laughs> who was shipping um, Acacia and Froze. It was just like... They didn't have any children. <laughs> Let me do this. Oh, actually, shit. Thank you. That 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 reminds me of something I wanted to ask you guys. So I think um, it ki- it kind of goes back to the flashback a bit, but I think this is worth talking about. Um, so in the flashback, Kamatsu is kind of being followed around by this woman who I don't think we still I don't think we know who it is just yet. But I'm starting yeah, to yeah, and it's no, it's not the first time he's seen her either. Are we talking about Chaco's mom? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. The the no the the the, the giant woman. The, the, oh, it looks like Froze or something. Yeah, or the, her yeah, the woman with the like e- extremely long hair. Who? Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's probably her demon. See, actually, I wonder. See, I, I think I said on the last recording that yeah, oh, that's totally Froze. But I wonder if Shimabu is gonna throw a curveball at us, and somehow that's gonna be Toriko's mother. Yo, I will lay ten eggs. That's assuming that Toriko's mother isn't Froze. Ooh, girl. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo, this is some I mean, when you, when you think about it, right? I don't think his parents would be someone we've never met. That's true, yeah. So, I'm not saying that it would be Froze, but I'm just throwing it out there, because it's not like there's a whole bunch of women in the series. We know, like, five people, and half of them are younger than him, and the other one is, like, seven million years old. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm mad about Jiro. I don't. I mean, I don't think he's related to Jiro at all. No, I'm just saying I'm mad about him. Yeah, I mean, because he's gonna die. Or did you read the new chapter? Is it you mean where he he was raised (laughs) by a literal wolf? No, after that, where he got blasted. (laughs) Like that whole moment is so. I don't want to say. I do want to say it's so bitch because like <laughs> the Neo is Neo slash Acacia is fighting Don Slime. Don Slime in the middle of the fight just has like this whole flashback of his entire life. Yo, he needs to chill with that mess. <laughs> and then he in his flashback he met Ichiru and he's like, "Yo, I was trying to find you. Like, I made a copy of your body." He's like, come with me, let me put you in the body. And Ichiru's like, nah, man, I'm dead, and I kind of like it. It's fine. He's like, wait, no, why would that be okay? Like, we were gonna, like, you know, wreak havoc in the world, there's so many other tastes for us to have. And then it it comes back out of that, and just, like, Neo has eaten half of Don's time. It's like he didn't even know that it happened. And he's just like, wait a second, no one's supposed to be able to eat me. And he's just like, 
I guess. You know, if anyone was ever going to be able to eat me, it would be you. And he presumably dies, and the Nitro are, like, um, paging Neo, paging Dr. Neo, and, like, <laughs> hey, there's this guy who's being really annoying and killing us, and we kind of can't beat him, so could you show up here and kill him? And then Neo sort of, like, rockets away from Dawn Slime, um, and it cuts back to Jiro, Jiro's being him. And he's breaking the seals on his body, and he's talking about how Acacia told him, you know, never to do this. But he feels free, and he can finally use all of his power, and now he's released all the knocking. And it doesn't matter, because this other person has put, like, a shield up around the human world, so it won't be affected by what he's doing. And they're like, oh my god, why are you so strong? This makes no sense. And he's like, oh, um, this is because it was raised by an actual literal wolf. You know, you may have heard of him, Wolf King Guinness, and he does the Guinness punch thing. And I'm just like, okay, manga, if you say so. <laughs> then Neo, <laughs> Neo, like, warps there, chews off his head, in, like, one go, and then Jiro is like, oh, stop, Acacia. I'm like, what is even happening? Did Did you read the chapter after that? I don't think I have. Oh, damn. Honestly, don't even look at it. Because <laughs> we're going to scream about it. <laughs> it can't be that bad. Mm, what you say? Mm, well, I I had some thoughts on some of this stuff, actually. Is it that bad? Well, do, do you do you care? Do you, do you care if we spoil you, Foxy? No, of course not. Okay. That's, that's what I'm here for. Okay, so, yeah, I... Wait, we didn't comment on... Setsuno putting that shield on the human world looking like beef jerky. What was oh, that? Oh yeah, can I? <laughs> okay, can I? Can I say like Jiro and Setsuno are still like probably consistently the best thing about Toriko relationship goals. What? I guess so. Yeah, they're very consistent characters. They make like sense. G- Jiro. Jiro from like from the very beginning has always been like one of the best characters in my opinion. Like. I've never had a problem with him. He's always been badass. And honestly, I think this fight with the Blue Nitro, I think, is... Honestly, it's probably one of the most entertaining things about post-Timeskip Toriko since the flashback. Like, I I actually, like, got excited reading this. I was like, man, some shit's going down. Like, because he's, he's punching guys in the space. He's, like, no. pulling... He, he, he's, like, pulling off the world out of nowhere and stopping time. And I'm like... I don't, none of this shit makes sense, but I don't care. Like, this is the kind of stuff I want to see from Toriko. When he shook that guy's head, that was the best thing. That was funny. That was great. <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> but but essentially, Foxy, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at... I was looking at it while you guys were talking. Are you re- okay, but, um... So, like, I actually, when I was talking about Don Slime, I forgot to mention that he was eating Don Slime's attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sort of pushing it back at him. And that's kind of what he does to Jiro. But the most disgusting thing is like when he shoves one of his tentacles in, in Jiro's mouth. Oh yeah, I was cringing. That was gross. <laughs> that was awful. I hated that part. Yeah, but J- J- Jiro's fight, I think, so far has been kind of a highlight of this arc for me in general. Just, just, a, just a lot of really awesome shit to me personally. Jiro exploded into paste. That's terrible. Right? Yeah, because 
um, essentially, Jiro has this knocking move where, like, when he gets attacked, he'll basically, it looks like at first he, like, kind of, uh, blocks all that damage. And, but, but then Neo is like, oh, actually what that does is you're just keeping all that damage sealed away. And you're, you're an old motherfucker. So you've, uh, you've been keeping a lot of this inside. I wonder what happens when I open it. Oh, you're, you're dead. Goodbye, Jiro. And then I'm like, fuck, no, he was the best thing about the series, and you take this away from me. Fuck you, Shimabu. And, um, Jiro asks Acacia the question that he asked him before Acacia, like, he starts to ask him this, and then Acacia starts to kill him. When we were all together, as younger people, like, as a family, and then Rose died, and you were crying at her grave, like, were those tears real? Like, was any of our family feelings real? And Acacia's just like, no, <laughs> I don't care about any of you. And um, as Jiro's like disappearing from our time, he says, um, so whatever you do, uh, don't tell Midora that because Midora really believes um, like that's the thing that's keeping him slightly sane. Um, and not to mention like he really loves Rose like a mother. Um, he brought the, the water religiously to bring her back to life. Frozen is like, nah, y'all can keep this world. And he ended up more or less creating Joel. He's dealing with all of that, like, at the end of the chapter. Like, there's that face-off between him and Joel. You get a glimpse of it. I just... I don't feel like Midora deserves to suffer. I think y'all should leave him alone. Right? Yeah, he he really doesn't deserve any of this. Like, I actually, like, I never thought I'd say this, but, like, I, I never thought I'd ever, like, feel sorry for Medora. Ever. Mm. I'm just really mad. Like, he didn't have to do anything no, like that. I, hey, I'm mad, too. I don't like that Jiro's gone. Fuck this manga. <laughs> this morning, I was so stressed out. I was like, yo, this is illegal. God, like... <laughs> Why do you why do you gotta take away like one of my favorite things about Toriko? But I mean, I, I guess at least Setsuno is still alive, which I think she's still one of the best characters. Also, yeah. Um, I actually wanted to kind of talk about uh, the Don Slime and uh, Ichiryu stuff for just a little bit because actually, no. I um, n- no, I actually liked some I, of that stuff I though. Had some no, go ahead. I'm not gonna stop you. No, I, I thought I thought I thought Biki was dis- was disagreeing with me. I had something else I wanted to say about that twin crap, but... Did you? I should probably write something about it next time. Well, here, if you if you think about it, you can interrupt me, but, um... <clears throat> yeah, I I don't know, like, I don't know how you guys felt about that entire fight, but, uh, I remember when I, like, before I was catching up with Jump in general, I remember I had seen a few people on my timeline being all like, oh man, Don Slime and Ichiryu, oh, oh man, the feels, and I'm like, what? Okay, sure, I guess, because I didn't really have any context for what was going on at the time, but then when I got around to reading it, I don't know, I um, I, I actually kind of liked seeing the progression in, um, I guess, in, in Don Slime and Ichiryu's re- uh, relationship in general, and how kind of, how it kind of parallels with I guess the relationship that uh, Neo and Acacia kind of have, sort of, where <clears throat> where you have stuff like, oh, well, hey, Neo, did uh, did your master ever give you a name? Well, he gave me a name, and all that stuff. I thought was 
very meaningful, actually. Um, and then I, I, I like kind of getting to see what kind of person Ichi Ryu is because he's 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 definitely a very like giving, caring man and all that. You know, going off feeding uh, feeding the poor and you know him being like. I, I kind of like the interactions where Don Slime is like, hey, man, you know, you could like, hey, team up with me. We can like take over the world and you can like you can eat all the best delicious food you want. How's that sound, buddy? Nah, not thanks. I got my beans. <laughs> like th th this is this is That's literally how he is. <laughs> yeah, but I like these beans here. <laughs> got my beans. <laughs> I don't know. I just like I really like I, I'm reminded of how much I like his personality. Because, like, he doesn't really want for anything, and I think that's sort of admirable in a sense. Like, I, I could, I feel like I could kind of relate to that. Like, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm fine with what I got. You know, I'm all cool. I'm going to go do this thing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's an interesting mindset to have in, like, this, the setting. Because everybody's always, like, gotta have the best stuff, you know. Gotta keep getting, yeah. buying new cool foods. And then, like... It also puts him opposite to Medora, and that's why they were fighting. Because Medora was just like, take, take everything. But it was to fill the void. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think um, I think we can definitely see that uh, that Toriko... I, I feel like Ichiryu definitely uh, rubbed off on Toriko in a very positive way. Because Toriko's, to an extent, kind of like that, too. Yeah. Except except not all the time. Sometimes he's like, nah, man, this is mine. You, you, don't, you don't get this. Yeah, he is... <laughs> He's a mess. He's Toriko's. Toriko's a weird fuck. Um, yeah, but I, I, re I really liked. Um, I really liked th those bits of flashbacks we got. Um, and I, I think I, I really like the uh, the Don Slime and Neo fight in general because, like, w like what Foxy was kind of talking about earlier, how Don Slime is just throwing all the shit at him, and ne Neo's like, "Mmm, yum, yum, yum. That tastes good. More." <laughs> and then, like, Don Slime is like, "Hey, Neo, you see this?" You see this? This is this is a star. I'm gonna create a supernova. Fuck you! <laughs> and then he eats it, and it's like, well, okay. Oh my god! See, that's another thing I'm wondering too is how how they're gonna beat Neo because I feel like I feel like sh this is a this is a classic shonen thing where like we get to the end of the manga or we're nearing the end of the manga, and the author decides I'm gonna introduce this very like opposing threat like, the most threatening villain everybody has ever faced, and, like, it doesn't seem like there's anything you can do to stop this guy, and I feel like Shimabu is gonna write himself in a corner. Oh, for sure. And it's gonna have to come up with some, like, really, with, like, really stupid way to beat Neo that doesn't make any sense. It, it's gonna be a hacks, essentially. He's well on his way to that corner, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do, but... He's gonna do something, and I feel like none of us are gonna like it. Yeah. Um, I think there was something else I wanted to talk about. Uh, <clears throat> what? Uh, um, I think the. Uh, I think we were kind of talking about on another episode how um, how none of us really feel like how none of us really felt like at one point Toriko was actually ending, but me personally, I feel like. What we got around to the chapter where uh, they were just about to start eating all the food they have gathered, and then like where they actually all the four kings and Komatsu have actually gathered together to eat, and that ray of sunshine, you know, 
shines on all of them, and Gigi's like, oh yes, it is It is them. They will do the thing. Yeah, they're the chosen ones. Um, I, I feel like... I think, oh, go ahead. I think at the beginning of this arc, it didn't feel like it was an endgame arc, but then they went and they basically collected um, everything except God, and then um, they all filled out their... Um, Oh. Their full course. Yeah, almost everyone's done. It was just like a lot of the the plot points kind of got filled out in the background. Yeah, yeah. I feel like definitely a lot of that st- that that was around the point where I was like, oh, okay, now this feels like it's going to end. Which I'm not. I'm not sure how I feel about like the the aspect of Toriko actually ending. I like how at the beginning of this arc, Toriko had been getting engaged, and none of us were like, okay, this is endgame. Like, we all kind of assumed, you know, it just wouldn't happen for other reasons. Yeah, it would be like Bleach, where, like, you feel like it's going to end, but then it's going to actually take, like, maybe another five to ten years to end. Who knows? I mean, that could be possible, but this does feel like um, it kind of... At the end of this battle, with our heroes weary and having lost many of their friends, and the Earth devastated by the Eclipse and Neo, they all got together onto giant um, spaceships meant to carry humanity into another world in search of new tastes and new ingredients. Yeah, I was kind of talking to a friend of mine about this the other day, um... <clears throat> and I'm I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on the podcast before. If I have, I forget. But I feel like Toriko at some point is just going to become Gurren Lagan, and we're going to get to this point where we are in space, and Toriko and Neo are just going to start like throwing planets at each other. Oh yeah, you did mention that one time. Yeah, I probably did. I can see that happening though. That's probably the worst part. <laughs> I just. I feel like Toriko would throw a planet at Neo, though, and then Neo would just eat it. Yeah, he would. Yeah. He's, oh. I still want an imaginary bad ending to happen where Tom is the only one left. Oh my god. <laughs> Tom just comes back from vacation, like, oh my god, you go away for a week and look at what these people do to the planets. This is horrible. <laughs> I, I go away for a week, and now the Earth's gone! Toriko! And then it just kind of ends there. <laughs> God, I love I love Tom more so much more than I should. I don't know. Um, I think that might cover all like the really big stuff that happened. I guess the most important stuff. I just want to theorize about this twin thing <laughs> and the manifestation of the demons is driving me crazy. Yeah, that's that's kind of dumb. But I don't know. It's so extra, like. Uh, I don't know why it's it feels rushed too, cause like Jiro didn't have to go out like that. <laughs> that was foul. I don't like that Jiro had to die. That really sucks. But then like, at the same time, I didn't like get really sad because it's like they can go into the afterlife. Granted, there's all these rules. Yeah. But like, they make the afterlife seem like oh you can go back there talk to people all you want. Yeah, that that's that's true. And Jiro's also like nine hundred years old, so he probably has a lot of friends and family to catch up with. <laughs> well, friends. Is it they go to outer space, or they go? No, they're not gonna 
freaking go into the netherworld. That would have been cooler, though, in my opinion. There's just too much going on. Like, it's saturated in nonsense. And it's like, can you tone it down just a little bit? Just a little. I mean, I agree. But I mean, I feel like at the same time, Toriko has always been very nonsensical from the very beginning, though. Yeah, but it wasn't this ridiculous. Like, you could follow it. Yeah, I I do agree with you, though. Like, definitely things are, have gotten a lot more insane since the beginning. Like, the, the insanity factor at this point is, like, is, is turned up to, like, 12. Like, it it is really ridiculous. And, and most of the time, it's, like, not ridiculous in a good way. It's, like, sometimes in a really annoying way. <laughs> it's, like, exasperating. Like, this is not what I read four years ago. This, this is not, this is not ice hell. This is not cooking fest. What happened? I think before it was like a fun sort of ridiculous, like it felt like you were along for the ride. Yeah. yeah. Now it kind of, like, now it kind of feels like this is a runaway roller coaster and you really want to get off <laughs> and you feel like you're going to die at the end of it. But you're kind of holding on hope that someone will like helicopter in and rescue you. I need that to happen. And I don't know it may turn out to all have been a dream. Like, you passed out on a roller coaster, and you woke up in the hospital. I don't know. Everyone's just like, well, you know, you lost, like, three years of your life, but you're fine. That's the good news. The bad news is that everyone else died. <laughs> Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, Beaky, you brought up a good point earlier that, oh, yeah, like... De- death means like nothing in Toriko now, and I completely forgot about that. And now I'm—I mean, I wasn't like, you know, in tears or anything over Jiro's death. I mean, I was—I was angry because I—I like his character and I liked mm-hmm. having him around. But at the same time, yeah, I—I I, I kind of forgot almost that. Yeah, okay, this—this this won't matter because I mean, again, like we know now. And also, his his grandson, who is like our third favorite character. You mean Tepe? Yeah. Oh yeah, Tepe's great. Who else would it mean? There's only one grandson. <laughs> that we know of. Maybe all the other ones are dead. Or, or maybe he, uh... Or, um, m- maybe Jiro left behind some other offspring. You, you never know. I hope so, because the people getting <laughs> killed out here. <laughs> I, I kind of hope not for the sake of Setsuno, because it seems like they really have a good thing going on. Maybe she'll die, too. Oh, don't, don't even... Don't, don't, Wait. don't, don't. Hold it, hold it, hold it. <laughs> don't, don't even. When they first <sighs> went to the gourmet world, they sat down together at Ichiru's grave and they were like, this is probably going to be our last trip to the gourmet world because we're probably going to die. And they're like, damn it, you're no. right. I mean, you don't, you don't think that they would both, like, come on, their relationship is so great. You don't think that they're both going to die together. I mean, like. Um, she's gonna hold together for as long as she can, protecting the human world, yep. and then someone's gonna come out of nowhere and stab her to death, or just, like, the exhaustion will kill her. Yeah. Or maybe she has, like, this, this great emotional link to Jiro, and then when he dies, and that link gets severed, she just kind of lets go. I don't know. Exactly. You know what would really kill me, like, what, what would actually kill me is if, like, when everything is said and done... It, they they all go back to the human world, and then they just they just find Setsuno like dead, but still in like her barrier pose, just like with a nice peaceful smile on her face, eyes closed. Like that would that that shit would actually kill me. That's so extra. <laughs> <laughs> Did 
Didn't Whitebeard do that? <laughs> he was standing and he died. Yes, he did. Half his face was kind gone. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. He did die upright. He was like, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be lit as fuck. Everybody's like, oh. See, look, I'm a sap, and that kind of stuff gets to me very easily. Oh so, my God. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not afraid to admit I cry at everything. So, I mean, I cry at stuff, but like when it comes to like character design, sometimes I start laughing. I'm like, damn, <laughs> get wrecked. <laughs> well, if I care about them, it's a little different, but still, <laughs> get wrecked. Oh my God. See, the thing is that that's that's a good point. Like, I feel like. It's not that I don't like any of the characters in Toriko, but, like, at this point, I feel like, yeah, I'm not, like, I'm really not, like, super emotionally attached to really any of them, I don't think. Especially because of the whole, like, oh, yeah, again, like, it's a shonen, so death doesn't matter. So it's like, yeah. This is even even worse, though. At least in other manga, like, they have the courtesy to die and, like, be gone forever. Yeah, like, even, I mean, I... I know, I know I compare Toriko to this a lot, and I really should stop doing that, but, like, even, at least even One Piece can do that. What? People die and they stay dead? Yeah, exactly. He was holding that out for the longest, though. He was like, nobody that, dies, that's true. all of a sudden, psych! <laughs> killed your brother, killed his father, killed that man. Nobody dies except in flashbacks, and then it's like nobody dies except that one inconsequential character you love so much. Yo, yeah, exactly. Started on that man. But I mean, my my point still stands is that you know there are other shonen that it, there there are very few and far in between. But like, you know, there are still a few shonen out there that like you know when people die they stay dead, and it actually kind of means something, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Like very few shonen manga I've ever read can, you know just kind of throw the concept of death out the window and still make things feel meaningful. Like, mm, unless you you're Dragon Ball, you unless you're Dragon Ball, you, you, you can't just be like, oh yeah, like, we'll just revive ourselves with the Dragon Balls, bye, everything's good. You know. Yes. Sh- shonen manga is so fucking stupid sometimes. Um, Not Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> no, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho is fucking cool, but... I mean, there's only, like, one character in Gintama that when he dies, he's not dead forever. Exactly. Yo, Gintama- yeah, that's, mm, that's, that's, a, that's a weird exception to the rule. I don't know. That, 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 that was just mean. <laughs> yeah, it was. But Gintama is good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm just really disappointed. Like, I know I shouldn't expect anything from a manga. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I'm like, this is not what I was promised. And on top of that, like, I feel like we drew away from, like, the focus was, like, Toriko and Komatsu, and now it's like, let's separate them and focus more on Komatsu's impact, because he's so influential. And then Toriko's just in the background. Yeah, give him more demons. Make him special. The most special. Wait, not more special than Komatsu, though. No, 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 no. Never. Never. It's just like, this should have been called Kamatsu then if we're gonna do this. It's irritating. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of sick of Kamatsu at this point, I'll be quite honest. And he's all with the demon eyes. Like, go home. Yeah, Kamatsu, K- Kamatsu knew ahead of time how many demons Toriko had and was like, um, fuck you, Toriko, I'm the main character. <laughs> Pack it up. I want a demon. I need Kamatsu to go home and get married to somebody, just be away. Just go. Oh, 
Oh, wait, shit, we didn't even talk about, um, I mean, it's probably not super important, but, um, I guess brunch and otake are now a thing. Man, I, I read that junk, it immediately left my mind. I was like, that man ain't special, he ain't nobody. Like, why do we have to even look at him? Oh, dude, the guy who said he wanted to stay home and cook for Medora? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> When I read that, I'm like, the door is gonna die. Like he's never gonna he's come like the back. The only here. one left on the planet by himself, talking about I'm waiting for Dad to come home. Like, <laughs> you know, Medora's gonna drag his half dead body in there, and like, dude is gonna be like, I want you to eat this, and like, he's gonna die with the fork in his hand. <laughs> you know what makes? Oh my god. He is the mama's boy to the max. Oh my god. Dora doesn't care about nobody. Really? Like... See... <laughs> hold on, hold on, see, hold on, see. hold on. Yeah, yeah. He cares about his mom, her mom is first, and then his brothers are tied for second, I guess. Then that's it. <laughs> well, he didn't seem to care about Jiro. Both of them are already dead. Exactly, so. that's what I'm saying. Mom is the only one left. And she's dead. <laughs> She's still more important. Number one forever. <laughs> well, she was the first person to care about him, I guess. Yeah, so of course he's extremely attached to her. See, what what struck me about that whole thing with Brunch being like, hey, you should go cheer for your man, you know, like, essentially. That's what he, that's what he was essentially saying. Like, you know, Foxy, you were talking earlier about how super gay Toriko and Kamatsu were. God. I felt like this, I felt like this, that entire conversation with him, with uh, Otake and uh, Brunch was pretty close. Well, but, like, Otake is, like, gay for someone who doesn't care. Like, what, wasn't he, wasn't he gay for Starjun at one point? That felt like Stockholm Syndrome, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was kind of confused about that, because at first I was like, wait, I thought you were Starjun's partner. Okay, I guess, now, I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, he's he's with um, uh, Medora now. Starjun found his long-lost brother. He don't care about nobody. <laughs> yeah, he is. Starjun Star found another person to be, uh, quote-unquote, partners with. I feel like all the emotional writing, like the skill for it, is used on Medora. And Ichiro, I mean not Ichiro, Jiro and Satsuno. Yeah. Because they're adults. Like, everyone else is kind of still children. Yeah. Well, see, aren't they all, like, in their mid-twenties now, though? No. They're, like, in their thirties now. No, but they behave like children. Well, that that's true. And then, compared to Jiro, they're still children. Yes, of course. Because he's <laughs> a billion. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Ichiro, like, a cen- not a century, I mean, like... He's like five hundred. I yeah, I was gonna say I think he's I think he was five hundred years old. How how do people live that long in Toriko anyway? Is it is it because of their gourmet cell demons or is that just the normal I lifespan? Think that and the food. Yeah, okay. No, it's not the normal lifespan. Um, the regular people don't live that long. Yeah, only people who like are gourmet hunters, like super important gourmet people who have been eating good food. Okay. Too long. I really hope Brunch gets to do something cool again. He might. He looked fat, too. That was like that was the other thing I noticed in that chapter. <laughs> he, looked, he looked like he put on weight. Who, Brunch? Like, what are you even... Yes. What were you even doing? Oh, man. He joined the Chub Club. <laughs> he, just, he just ran from one area to the next area, and now he's fat. Just like... Does this dude forget how to draw you? Is that what happened? <laughs> I think so. He did look chubby. 
Oh, little chub. I didn't, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even notice that. I knew he was brunch because the dude said brunch. And I was like, wait, this is someone else. <laughs> he joined the chub club. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a hard time. Oh, actually, I, I was kind of thinking about this earlier. Um, I think they're, they're around the point where um, they're getting ready to eat another, I actually thought there was some funny little character interactions like between uh sunny and uh zebra and then See, um those things get me through that's a saving grace right there yeah we don't get enough of that nowadays but um exactly. the, the, the one that like the, the one that like made me laugh the most was um <clears throat> i think it was around when kamatsu's like hey toriko we got you all this food and toriko's like crying because his friends are the best i guess <laughs> And then he's he's like bra- Zebra was eating it, and, and he's like <laughs> bragging about his friends to like Star Junes, and it's like, hey, oh my god, my friends are so cool. I I, I bet that I bet they're better than your friends at Gourmet Corp. And I just imagine Star Junes being like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> yo. He acts like the little brother. What the frick? Oh my god, I'm just gonna write fanfics from now on. I'm not even gonna look at this anymore. See. <laughs> You know what? Actually, now that you, now that you, now that we have that context, I feel like their behaviors really do make a lot more sense. Toriko getting beat up on, almost killed your brother. No big deal. That that's why that's why there was that one time where Toriko was like, "Dude, what the fuck? What are you doing here?" <laughs> Yo, that was my favorite <laughs> part because I was like, everybody's like at the party, and Toriko's like, "No, he can't be here." And they're like, "Dude, nobody <laughs> else cares but you." And so I was just in the corner like, hey, I'm cool, yeah, I'm the cool guy. And then everybody's just like, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I can't. I have, more fr- I, I have more friends than you, little brother. I also, uh, I'm, I'm cool. I, I smoke. I wear sunglasses and I wear uh, a leather jacket. I want this alternate universe Star June to be real. <laughs> Yo, this is like novel worthy of fanfic nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a point on the show where like we we all like imagined like like an alternate universe Toriko in high school that wasn't that gag manga. Yes, because that gag manga was a mess. <laughs> oh my god. I would I would love just like a non cheapified high school Toriko. They all stay the same size. <laughs> yes, yes, they all stay the same size, <laughs> and realistically, realistically, all their school uniforms would would not fit. You're assuming they would wear their school uniforms, and I feel like they wouldn't. That's true. Especially not Zebra. Yes. I feel like Toriko would be the douchebag who thinks, oh, ripped sleeves look cool. He dresses like that now. What are you talking about? I feel like he buys shirts and then tears the sleeves off. I have that headcanon. (laughs) He doesn't get them tailored that way. He just buys and then he's like, rip. That'd be funny if he did get them tailored that way. And then Coco was like, Dude, don't do it. Don't do it, and he doesn't. <laughs> I feel sorry for Coco having to deal with friends like it, like his. <sighs> Coco seems like he wants to die all the time. Right? <laughs> Th- there was even a moment where, like, they were kind of going through all their full course menus, and Toriko's like, hey, what's that one food up there doing there? And Coco's like, I mentioned it, but no one was fucking listening. Maybe you should listen more, Toriko. I was so upset about that. I'm like, nobody listening to him. <laughs> that makes me sad. 
I love Coco. Because I think they're all jealous. Because, um, you know, outside of everything, like, Coco was, like, this really popular fake medium guy. Yeah. That all the, all the ladies loved. And kind of, like, <laughs> neither... Zebra Toriko nor Sunny like have that a fan club level of popularity until Toriko started doing stuff. But so I I really think they're all mad at him for that. See, I feel like I mean I, he probably wouldn't have as big of a fan base you know within the universe. But I I feel like out of everybody besides Coco, I feel like Sunny would have at least a, a few a few groupies. Yeah, but, you know? he, but he's a horrible personality. Yeah, he's, but what a, he's literally the worst. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, like he's that's the kind true. of He's the kind of person that would be telling his groupies, no, you're too ugly, you can't be in the club. Yeah. Go home. Yeah, what, what, yeah that's what I meant to say was, yeah, he'd probably have a few groupies after him, unt- yeah, until they learn, yeah, what he's actually like, then, okay, yeah. yeah, that makes a little more sense. And it feels like he would finally meet this really beautiful woman, but she would be prettier than him. So he would kill her. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, melts her with his hair. He's just gonna slap her up, cut up her face, all this stuff. No, you're too pretty. Oh, that's horrible. And then she's gonna then she's gonna be ugly, and then he'll be like, she can't be around me, you're ugly. So she would've gone through all of that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she's gonna get abandoned. That's horrible. <laughs> He's a horrible person. <laughs> Like, there's, everyone, like, jokes about it, but, like, there's nothing redeemable about it. Like, he's, all he cares about is beauty. Yeah. Actually, And he's yeah. always, he's always putting people down. Yeah. That he thinks are ugly. Actually, yeah, that's actually pretty fucking toxic. Why, why are they friends with him? Because they're all horrible people. <laughs> it's true. And they were orphans, so they didn't have a choice. Like, Coco is the most normal, and then Zebra. Yeah. And then Toriko. Yeah. Like, Zebra's just angry. Like, we deal with that all the time as people like that. And then, like, Toriko is, like, two-faced. <laughs> like, he'll, <laughs> he'll be nice, and then, like, two seconds later, he's like, um, can you get away from me right now? Like, I'm doing something. Like, can you can not? Can you not? Can you stop yelling? Stop breathing? Like, chill. <laughs> like... I don't know, because, like, sometimes he's really great, and then other times it's like, why are you such an asshole? <laughs> he's, he's horrible to Komatsu initially. That junk was funny. <laughs> yeah, all that. Hey, you better write your will, Komatsu. Um, Toriko, that's not fucking funny. We could actually die. <laughs> he didn't care. He well, was like, right. He's probably like, well, you can die. I'm pretty sure I can't die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fucking Archer. <laughs> He's had, he's had a moment in this season where he's just like, you know, I feel pretty confident that I actually can't die. And then you just see him, like, live through increasingly more ridiculous situations. <laughs> so he's, he's figured out that he's the main character. I'm pretty sure Toriko had the same realization. I'm the main guy. What are you talking about? I was thinking about Archer earlier, too. <laughs> like... That man is ridiculous. Oh god! I, I want to go back. I want to go back real quick. So, so why why, why do you why do you think that um, Zebra is more normal than uh, Coco? Because I'm not sure if I no. I'm not no, sure. No, Coco, no. Was the Coco first. is the most normal, and then yeah. Zebra, and then Torco, yeah. and then Sonny. I feel I don't know. I feel well, I feel not, like no, normal is not the right word. I think that he's more of a good guy than the yes. others. Really? 
Hasn't he actually, like, killed people, though? Or am I remembering that wrong? No, Coco doesn't kill people. What you... No, He no. wasn't in jail for killing people. He was in jail for, like, breaking the rules or something. Like zebra was, yeah. They were just mad at him. Okay, okay. The uh, But the other guys are just... They're just bad Drake people, was pretty man. selfish. Yeah. That's why he's third. And that's Sonny's ultimate selfish one. They're all really blunt, though. Like, they just don't... They're just like... Yo, you look. Well, I think that part is because they're all used to each other. Yeah, so they don't realize normal people aren't that forward. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like even in the filler and the anime, and they start roasting, um, what's that girl's name, Tina? I'm like, yo, can y'all chill? Like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably one of my favorite parts of the anime, actually. That's funny. (laughs) Because, as as listeners may know, I just do not like Tio, or Tia, whatever the fuck her name Tina, was. Tina! She has a normal Tina? name! <laughs> I actually started liking her because she was so funny. She was crazy. I, kn- I hey, I mean, comedy subjective. I don't think she's very Yo, funny. You like Bambina! Get out of here! <laughs> I guess you can't say anything. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess that's true, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, this monkey was here basically for his butt and his nuts. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I think that kind of makes sense that all four Heavenly Kings are all so blunt with each other, because I feel like, I feel like in reality, most closer, most, fr- I can't talk, most closer group of friends have that ability to just say whatever because they because they know each other so well or they've mm-hmm. known each other long enough to where they can just kind of they can just kind of say whatever yep and most of the time it doesn't really like affect them emotionally unless they something unless they say something like really really shitty or something well yeah you know i will treasure this moment forever where sunny said something blatantly rude to coco and Tariko like held him close he's like don't talk about coco like that and i was like oh my god yeah the Oh my god, that was cute. Yeah, that. Yeah, Co- Coco doesn't deserve any of this. Like, he deserves better friends, first of all. <laughs> wasn't he? I should remember this, but wasn't he some kind of like lab experiment at one point? Yes, because people want to know why he is able to hold so much poison in his body. So, scientists were like, "Give me that boy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Ichiro probably was like, "Nah, he's my son," <laughs> and then left. I think that's why I like Coco the most out of the four of them, because I feel the most sorry for him, possibly. And he's the nicest guy, except to his fans. He's kind of kind of a dick to them. He tries to let him off easy, though. He's like, hey, now. And they're like, give him to me. <laughs> they're like snatching <laughs> at him. And he's like... I, I remember, like, way earlier on, when we were kind of introduced to him, and Toriko's trying to meet up with Coco, and... All the girls are like, oh my god, Coco, have my babies, and <laughs> fucking Toriko's like, nah, get, get out, get out of here, get the fuck out. Yo, that part was funny. They're like, why yeah, is that, this caveman here? <laughs> Start running away. <laughs> oh my god. And plus, also, I, I still think his poison powers are, like, super fucking cool. Like, poison sword and poison armor, I don't know how you can't think those things are cool. My favorite is the uh, bow and arrow. Yeah, that one's pretty good, too. And then he has the mold spear. <laughs> he just be making nasty stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I think out of the four of them, his powers are, like, the most creative. 
are like I guess they're the most creatively utilized comparatively. My son. I don't know. Do you guys have any idea where you think maybe this this will all go? My thought process so far has been like, so Neo starts jacking everything up. The gang gets there. They get busted up. Regroup later. Finally start coming together like as a group because Medora's been hanging out with Froze Joa forever. Oh yeah, this was a fight like with the illusion of his memories. Yeah, it seems like it seems like Medora and Joa have been just kind of like standing around for like twenty chapters. Yeah, and like well, that's probably because all of this time jumping around. It's probably only been five minutes in the real world. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, yeah, that's fair. But man, Medora got himself. All by himself over there with that crazy lady. And they're going to manipulate his emotions, and that's how he's going to get got. It's going to be over. Mm-hmm. I feel... Oh, I can't. I don't want him to get got, but I know he will. Yeah, I kind of have to agree. He's probably going to bite the dust soon, which is unfortunate. Keisha's probably going to pop up and kill him. Oh, yeah, that's... Holy shit. And then he's he's going to have that. Like I feel like he's going to get super broken before he gets killed. He's going to realize that his life was a lie and that none of this family shit really existed. Well, except probably Frozen. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess they all had feelings for each other except Acacia. He's the fakest one. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, they probably felt as though like everything hinged on Acacia. Like, we're all here because this guy is doing this thing and he picked us up along the way. Froze probably became partners with him and immediately saw how fake this guy was and was probably trying to get out of it. Then they adopted all these children. She's like, I got stayed for these bastards. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. That sounds plausible. Yo, you can imagine if Medora was able to go into the back channel and he met Froze and Froze was like, look, I never care about none of you hoes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> It's like he wanted to bring her back so bad. And like someone who, I mean, she knew that if she came back, Acacia was going to use her for whatever his diabolical plans were. Mm-hmm. That's why she didn't come back. But like she could have told him. I feel like she could have spoken to Medora, sent him a message from the back channel. Like, look, bro, I love you and everything. And you're adorable. And you're a great kid. And you're going to grow up to be a good man. But I'm going to stay dead because your father's a dick. And he's going to use me to consume the earth. So I'm kind of going to stay where I am over here in the dead world. But, you know, you be cool. I feel like, I mean, maybe not. But I wonder if maybe, like, when eventually Neo meets up with with, with the Heavenly Kings... Uh, that maybe it'll just be a repeat of what happened with Bambina, where, like, Neo will pretty much kill every one of them except for, like, one. And then it'll probably be Sonny still that was still left alive, and it's just gonna be a giant repeat, and Sonny's gonna be like, oh, no, no, you guys, no, you got me, no, we already been through this. Guys, guys, oh, fuck. (laughs) And everybody's gonna actually die for real. No, but Tariko's the main character. Okay. So was so was gone in Hunter Hunter. Like you can change characters midstream. Then he was he was in a coma. Oh Christ. <laughs> Yo, that man was jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> For the stupidest reason. 
<laughs> get wrecked. He wrecked himself. How do you do that? He was like, yo, I'm gonna turn into a grown man. <laughs> and then I'm gonna bust this cat in the head. The ants are like five minutes away from backing down. But no, y'all had to stir the pot. No. Y'all couldn't talk to them. Y'all didn't decide. Like, okay, these are sentient beings. Maybe they'll see reason. You're like, nope, kill them all. Nope. <laughs> see, see, at least, at least compared to Toriko, Gon is actually a child. So, so it I makes, mean, it makes, it makes sense for him to make those kind of decisions. In his defense, given his life expectancy, he is a child still. He's got, like, another 730 <laughs> years. Like, assuming Neo doesn't kill them all. Like, they have pretty long lives to look forward to. That's why yeah. he's gonna regret the whole yeah. proposing to Rin thing. <laughs> Whatever. No, she proposed to him, and he said, okay. <laughs> and I was like, you dumb. You're gonna be alive for, like, 1000 years. Have fun. It's like Toriko, you you you, you did want to like come Stupid. back alive, right? Yeah. Well, you know what you're gonna have to deal with if you come back, right? Yeah. Wait, no. Fuck. <laughs> but he told Tom he was gonna die. He's like, I don't know if I'm gonna live. <laughs> I'm just like, then why'd you say yes? Toriko is not very good about like thinking these things through ever. No, I think he is. That's the worst part. I think he has figured it out. <laughs> He sat down, and he's like, I'm gonna die, so I want to take care of everybody before I go. Ren's been in love with me since we were kids. Let me let, her, let me make her happy by thinking we're gonna get married, and then die while I'm out there. So she'd be devastated. <laughs> and she'd be pouring this water on my grave, and I'd be in the afterlife like, nah. <laughs> I like it here. But then, like, wouldn't Rin, like, try to kill herself so she could go to the afterlife and bother oh, no, Toriko would, more? they would keep Rin alive. Don't worry about that. They'll find ways. Yo, it'll be in his will. It'll be like, <laughs> do not let her die. I'm trying to be by myself. <laughs> I, guys, seriously, I need some me time. Do me a solid. No, I think he would write it in a way that, look, <laughs> I love Rin so much. And everyone else would be like, <laughs> I love her so much that I need y'all to do everything in your power to keep her safe. And happy forever. Peace. <laughs> oh my god. Torika will go to. We'll stop at no yeah. length. Just fuck. This series is so stupid. <laughs> it's just. I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> At least it's picking up a little bit. It's 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 a lot more enjoyable than it than it had been around the flashback. Like I'm I'm not like completely bored at mm -hmm. all by reading it, and I and again, there's no like fifty walls of text every page, so it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like a chore to read. Yeah. Because 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 at least there are like cool fights mm -hmm. happening, and at least we're finally getting to see certain things addressed and. I guess somewhat on their way to being resolved, hopefully. So that's good. I feel like Toriko, I feel like Toriko at this point is still a better read than, than really all of Naruto. Damn, get wrecked. Actually, you know what? You know what? That's not fair. 60% of Naruto. Damn, get wrecked. <laughs> that's a lot. I mean, in my opinion, only like 
a bit of Naruto is actually good. And then at some point, you just kind of stop caring about all the characters because you know they're just going to come back to life. It, or it's not about them anymore. It's about a bunch of other characters you just do not give a shit about. Mm. Well, at least at least none of us hate Toriko, I guess. Yeah. You hear that Toriko subreddit? We don't hate Toriko. We have a what we what we do. We do not like things about it though, and that's okay. Just a little bit. We all have our own opinions. They need to go to outer space. Hurry up! I hope that happens within like the next year, because I do want to see that happen. Yeah, because I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of being on Earth. <laughs> Stop the earth, I gotta get off. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that's really all we have to say, right? Yeah, I I think I think the I think the well is run pretty dry. Okay. Oh wait, didn't we have feedback? Oh it was just like keep up the good work, like little oh. encouragements. Okay. Hey, thanks guys for sending that. It it's it's nice to know that people actually listen to this and enjoy it. Yeah. Even though, like, we've been complaining for, like, the past five episodes. <laughs> I know, I, I feel kind of bad because I feel like most of the time we complain, but it's like, wh what do you expect? Like, this is what we have to work with. Yeah. I've been nostalgic for the beginning, like... Hey, like, you know, like we said, we don't completely hate it, so that's, I think that's a plus. So, if you got something to say, um, with an email... It's heavenlykingpodcast at gmail.com. You can go to the, um, what's that thing? The Tumblr. I don't know, I have followers on there, but nobody. <laughs> Whatever. Tumblr, <laughs> heavenlykingspodcast at Tumblr, wait, tumblr.com, you know. And then, um, the Twitter, heavenlykings. And, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Um, I don't know. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for complaining with me. <laughs> Took us a little bit, but we finally recorded the thing, and hopefully we won't lose the audio this time. Hopefully. Yeah, I hope my audio's not jacked up. I know she <laughs> kept talking to me. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll edit this episode for you if you want, so I can I can take care of all that. <laughs> Please. But you, you get... <laughs> what? And then my... <laughs> And then my well, mom I mean, me. when I when I get done editing this episode, none of that stuff will have happened. Audio uh, edit, uh, audio, audio editing. I I'm, I can't talk anymore. Magic. Magic. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say something. Now I forget. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.